Hey, K-pop cast listeners, I just wanted to give you a quick heads up that this is an episode for the BTS ARMY. So if you're not into BTS, this episode might be a little obtuse as it goes a little deep. Uh, but if you are into BTS and you have followed Euphoria, you've come to the right place. Euphoria. Welcome to the K-pop cast. If you've been following K-pop, you may have heard that a band called BTS recently released their Euphoria video. So now what? What does this mean? I'm your K-pop DJ, DJ Peter Lowe, and I'm joined by two special ladies to discuss what we're to make of this short film. Introducing my co-host and producer, Ariana. Hi there! Here we go again, ARMY. (laughs) And weighing in (laughs) with a deeper analysis of BTS is Natalie, one of the hosts of the podcast's first time with BTS. Welcome, Natalie. Hey guys, I'm happy to be here. And as Natalie's listeners have described, Natalie is like the PhD or the doctorate holder of (laughs) BTS. I totally agree with that. Oh, thank you, thank you. I still can't believe people said that about Yadi and I. That's crazy and like way too flattering, but thank you. (laughs) Yes, right. So before we dive into the Euphoria short film, um, what led us to this moment, guys? It's been a long series of videos and concepts leading to this moment. I've heard a lot of different things, but most people believe this goes back to the danger video. Mm. Um, We mostly see that because in V's wing short film piece, you see visions of danger. So I, I do prescribe to that idea that this is exactly where it began. But mostly we start to see big transition into full storytelling in the most beautiful moment era. This was a bunch of videos, particularly one short movie called Prologue. The other ones you could probably call more music videos. And this is characterized by like a coming of age story. It focuses on the boys in the adolescence and it's kind of how they're being thrust into adulthood in a way. The main point is that it established the further storylines for each member, which you can see translate throughout the other videos later on. Yeah, so for the Wings era, we were given seven teasers. Each was focused on the members, and we also had the Korean and Japanese Blood, Sweat, and Tears music videos. Both the Wings album and the music videos were characterized by the use of literature, particularly Herman Hesse's Demian. This translated into muted and dark themes and tones in the Wings teasers and more decadent Baroque style settings and imagery for the music videos. We also had the idea of good versus evil and the story and the duality of adulthood. And last but not least, where we led up to here, we had the highlight reels. These came out August of last year. I think it was August. Three short movies that combined for a final piece, as well as a bunch of other content, including posters, fake letters, all these crazy things that were dropped on us, including the Smeralda thing that went on. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, it's characterized by the use of like brighter colors. The boys are mostly separated. And more importantly, the fact that there were actually girls in telling the story. And then I just wanted to quickly, as we go into what we're talking about with Euphoria, Jin's line near the end of the movies, he says, if we could turn back the clock, Where should we go back to? Once we reach that place, can all of our mistakes and errors be undone? Will happiness be ours to stay? 
which I think is a huge, huge thing leading into the Euphoria video. Definitely. And with Euphoria, which was released this month, we have a montage of moments from previous videos, specifically the prologue, mixed with new footage giving us further insight into the most beautiful moment in life era. Some plot points were explained and some new ones were introduced, which basically left us as confused as we were before Euphoria was released. But at least the boys are all back together and happy for now. Leading through to last year's Love Yourself highlight reel, posters, and the like. Where did you think the story had gone? And what are your theories for this short film, Euphoria? Okie dokie. So in regards to past theories, I'm going to be real. They scared me (laughs) up until (laughs) the Love Yourself reels came out. I got into VTS right before the run comeback. So I was kind of seeing the theories floating around. I didn't understand them because I barely knew who BTS were at the point. But the big prevailing one, of course, was the idea that reality wasn't what it seemed because Jin wasn't alive yeah and the idea of Jin being separate from the other members and him filming them and kind of being on the outside was due to the fact that he was dead which you know at the time I couldn't even tell apart Jin from Jungkook so I was like let me not get into this I was a little (laughs) scared Mm -hmm. so I held off on theories up until around the love yourself highlight reels Mm -hmm. and at that point most of the story had already been told so I was just kind of like okay now I can kind of understand what's going on here time travel sort of kind of got introduced so I was kind of feeding into that theory of reality wasn't what it seemed because there were different realities happening at once that was the theory that I kind of prescribed to and I still prescribe to but before that I really was just in it for the ride like I had no idea what was going on (laughs) yeah I I got into BTS almost at the exact exact same time and Mm. so I did not know that everything was connected and it wasn't until my boyfriend was the one who got me into k-pop in general and so I I think the first thing he sent me was dope which is not connected to anything so I didn't see all of this it wasn't until I went back and I was like wait why does this one look like this one and why is this happening and this happening definitely so I think for me the when I started to actually get into the theory did not take me long because I am a consummate student and I have to learn everything about the thing I like. <laughs> so I think pre-highlight reel, I kind of believed in the theory that Jin was actually the only person alive Ooh. and that, yeah, all the others were manifestations of his personality. Yeah, and then, like, as he travels through adulthood, which ones are, like, less needed and how do they grow? And I bought into that because, one, he was always by himself. Mm -hmm. He didn't have a a friend, if you will, that he was closer to where all the other ones seemed to. Mm -hmm. And then also that at the end of the prologue when he has that picture and Suga has faded out of it, I thought like, oh, so he's by himself and he's taking these pictures by himself. So sad. <laughs> yeah, it's just so, so sad. So, so sad. But then once the highlight reel happened, I was like, no, it seems yeah. like they're all real. And I think the time travel element was what added that sense of like, okay, they're definitely all real. Specifically, at the end of the highlight reel, we see the time travel where he catches the lilies, yeah. where he puts puts on a different outfit and you see all of his different outfits throughout the, I guess throughout the series, sitting in a chair. Mm-hmm. And so I started to believe more, not only that there is time travel, but I also started to believe in some of the theories that there might be multiple dimensions going on as well. I see that a little bit because in the Wings shorts, you see like, it seems like to be like more of an internal thing. You see yeah. the inside of what's going on with each of them. Blood, sweat, tears almost seem like a drug-induced or dream world. I actually think that the Japanese version is what is actually happening in the real world, and the Korean oh. version is what they thought was going on in their minds. Like, Ugh, that's what happens when you're in a trap yeah. house, man. When you're, yeah, when you're in a trap house, you think you're way cooler than what's actually going on. 
And then Spring Day and Not Today, I don't know how I would characterize those, mm. but a lot of people believe that they're in another dimension. And so I wonder if that's a possibility because you see in Spring Day, all the paths crossed. But the only things I know for sure is that Jin is the protagonist and then the other boys are bonding in pairs. Like, that's all I know. Jimin and J-Hope are together, Sugar and Jungkook, VNRM, and of course, Jin sits by himself. That's all I knew going into this. Yeah. And I also want to point out uh, the April 5th release date. We have like a whole other layer going on here. It turns out a bunch of content along this whole storyline has been released by Big Hit on April 5th. And our good friend K-Pop Junkie, of course, has a theory about this. As it turns out, this is also the date of Kurt Cobain passing away from suicide. As we see, the boys wear Nirvana shirts really often in all these videos. We see, I think, RM wears a Nirvana shirt. I believe V is wearing a Nirvana shirt. And I think it has an element of his death being of suicide, which is a huge concern with the suicide rate in Korea. We don't know exactly how much this plays into the overall story, but I definitely don't think it's coincidental because nothing is coincidental ever. Here in Armyville. Yeah, here in Armyville, <laughs> nothing is a coincidence. So let's bring the focus back to euphoria. Euphoria is defined as a feeling or state of intense excitement and happiness. What is BTS trying to show us or tell us with Euphoria? Is this related to the zero-sum game that we've seen from Spring Day and, and from those of Omelas where for others to be happy, one has to make a sacrifice? Is that at all related in this film reel? I, I think I could buy into that because at the very end of Euphoria, what do we have? Jin replacing Young's spot in prologue seemingly you know distancing himself from the group and you know if euphoria shows the members together and shows them almost you know like a mirror image of prologue of them together and them enjoying themselves but this time instead of Young having be to be the one to leave for whatever reason like sacrifice himself for the good of the group it's Jin. And Jimin is sacrificed because he's left alone that's a huge part of this is that when we go back to the other videos Everybody is separated except Jimin and J-Hope. Yeah. They might have their person, but, you know, Yoongi is left alone in the room setting himself on fire. We have J-Hope and Jimin end up in the hospital together. V has killed his father by himself and running away by himself. I don't know what RM is doing, but he's at the gas station by himself. You know, yeah. every everybody has a separation except for Jimin and J-Hope. J-Hope has to leave Jimin to save V. So Jimin gets left behind and has to take on the hurt of being by himself. Yeah. And do we even know that he gets out ever, right. you know? Yeah. We see it happening, but what, are we sure that that's what's happening, you know? Is he actually leaving or is he imagining right, himself right. with them? I totally agree with that, Ariana. Like, as I was watching this, it seemed like this is way too happy compared to everything else yeah. we've seen today. <laughs> and it did lead me to believe that, like, you know, it's all in his mind, uh, <laughs> that this is the best possible outcome. You know, I think it's funny. This this is called euphoria. And the mm. entire film itself is going through all these happy moments. Yet, after the credits, you see that scene again yeah. of Jungkook stepping out and getting hit. So was there yet another, like, demonic sacrifice <laughs> to the gods uh, to be happy? Oof. Well, and he says he says at the end, Hyung, is that, is that all? Right. Is there something else you are hiding from us? Like, there's a whole <laughs> new dimension added. Because oh, when like, will it end? Yeah, like, obviously, it's, it's short live because something else is going on here that we don't know yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I think what I'm taking from this is that, look, 
you have these moments of happiness, as we see in Euphoria, by its very definition. You know, that's what the entire film mm-hmm. reel itself is, is pure euphoria and like almost bliss. And you've got to enjoy those moments, even if they are superfluous, right? Mm-hmm. But could it be that these moments are predicated on this aspect of suicide or sacrifice? That, that's why I keep thinking back to, to Spring Day, um, if, if they're all, if they are related in some way. I, th- I think thematically, it's safe to say that they definitely could be mm-hmm. in the same way that thematically, like all the, all the concepts of Demi and are related to the most beautiful moment in life but personally like plot wise i don't see it does that make sense yeah i I, I can totally see it like yeah sure these things all relate and they're telling a a story you know with the themes they can exist at the same time but not have to be you know connected i agree i think we have to remember that these are outside of these videos there are humans learning things as they go along reading books getting us more interested in literature so Mm -hmm. as they go they might be saying well that let's put this in like this piece of it could go in maybe it's not connected but it's still a a concept that we would like to use you know yeah so maybe it's not connected to spring day but maybe they're using the concept of the the literature behind spring day to tell this story so we and again maybe it is connected maybe next video we get is show brings us back to spring day but i agree with what you said natalie that i think that that would take away from the the seawall fairy disaster meaning yeah and i think that would be it was so spring day is so beautiful i just like don't want that to change yeah it is so moving on it appears that this sort of like validates the jinn as a time traveler theory um how do we see this best in previous videos and how does it play out in this instance with euphoria for me the first instance where i was like okay there's something science fictiony happening here was with Jin's wings teaser Mm -hmm. when we have a second instance of him burning these white flowers and then you have him having a bad trip or just freaking out in bed and then you have this imagery of him opening the curtains and you also have a mirror he looks into kind of turn into liquid yeah. you know could it be another dimension could it be something uh, at that point i had no idea but then we get this further imagery of time travel-esque business with the japanese blood sweat and tears music video with literal wormholes showing up in that crazy sequence that happens towards the end of it and then for me and i think for most people the idea of time travel was confirmed in the last love yourself highlight reel mm-hmm. when jen cl- catches the vase of flowers after it had fallen previously with that narration that you mentioned in the beginning of this episode ariana talking about going back in time and changing the past like if that's not time travel yeah. i don't know what it is i don't think i even thought of time travel until uh-huh. that moment like i thought mm-hmm. i'd seen it but i was like nah girl come on <laughs> but then i saw that and i was like well come I guess I think so many people are smarter than me and figured this out before I did. I actually like messaged Peter so late at night last night with like, oh my God, did you see the close up on Jin's hat? Like, <laughs> oh because, yeah, I yeah. remember that being a part of people's yeah. theories at the time. So this is actually a brand. I did look this up because <laughs> I thought that this was too smart. But in the picture or in the in the hat, it says different but same. So in time travel, things are different, but people are still the same. You know, to me, that's kind of what it said. I agree. That was the very first time I thought about time travel. And then I kind of went back and I was like, okay, here's the things that make sense. And I, what I do think at the the beginning of Euphoria does is I was like, oh, that's what that means. And I kind of knew time travel, but now I'm like, oh, this, this is why this happened. So, you know, every time Jen looks at the camera with that glassy eyed, beautiful look, (laughs) something's going on, you know, like something 
yeah. clearly he's he's seeing something that he wants to change. And that makes sense why Sugar faded away from the picture because it's clearly an, a reality he'd already changed. Yeah. Why Jin is always by himself mm-hmm. <laughs> is really important. And then why they kept coming back to the same place, yeah. looking different and doing different things. But it always seemed like the first time they were coming there. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, when I was developing my own theory for Mm -hmm. my episode for the podcast about it, I was looking at the prologue and, like, Jin asks the other members, oh, do you guys want to go? Showing them the picture of the ocean from that seaside location that they had already been to when I need you. Mm -hmm. So even as early as the prologue, we're getting these hints of, like, okay, something's going on where things are repeating themselves. You get a confirmation of the ritual of how Jin travels back in time. You have the six lilies placed on the floor in a room by himself next to his bed, and then he goes to the window. It's six? Shut up. That's something I did look up. There are six. I just got, like, shivers. Yeah. In a wake, (laughs) when he lights them on fire, they turn into six. Polaroids. Mm. Yeah, they're just, they just kill me sometimes. So and that, good. Yeah, so, and that you have them placed on the floor. He typically goes to the window. It depends on which sections he's in is if he lights them on fire and he just leaves them there. And yeah. then this is one of the things I'm wondering about, but it seems like piece by piece he has saved different people. Mm-hmm. And you see it, you see it in here that he's saving people but you're not sure if it happens all at once or if we're seeing different times he saved people and then he's working on top of them he just he's going through them one by one he's, he's going through them best. one by one it's almost like he's going through them one by one being like if i just do this one thing will it save everyone no let's go back and let's save two people oh, he must okay. be so tired dude yeah he, he i mean that's why he lays on that bed all day um <laughs> he's so over it he's so over it like. yeah he's like i do i don't do i have to save everyone here am i the only one i don't have any problems what does everyone else yeah have no why is everybody else struggling here? I seem, but I do think that there's that argument that Jin is the only one who's made it through to adulthood without being completely messed up. Although I don't really know what again, I don't know what's going on with RM. So yeah, he seems to be fine actually. He's um, doing his though, thing. Yeah, he sets He's hanging out on buses. And, yeah. yeah well. When you see this, you see Jungkook runs to pull Yoongi out of the fire. Yeah. You see V is saved from killing his father by J Hope, who left. Jimin in the hospital, which is so sad. And then Jin saves RM from burning down the gas station. Although we'd never actually see the gas station explode. Yeah, I was going to say, the burning down the gas station was a new thing. Like When I saw people talking about that, I was like, oh, it burned down? (laughs) Where was that? Yeah, you just see him light something. You see him put a cigarette out onto the money, but you don't necessarily, but a lot of people think that's what happened. And there's obviously a reason Jin goes to RM so yeah not sure why I love that shot in euphoria yeah of them two like a, like a standoff Ugh, so nice well then I wonder now what are we seeing with Jimin being left by himself mm. that like someone is bound to be left alone or is being left to feel the pain for everybody right. else so I did wonder about that too is that like how do we go back to previous videos and look at Jimin and J-Hope in this world yeah like, what does it mean that he's by himself now and that J-Hope has left him right I know? saw people being like oh Jimin's been alone this whole time and I, I'm like still choosing to just ignore that because I can't I can't no. like <laughs> the, love, the love yourself highlight reel is seems to be for me though placed in yeah a weird reality but in a reality and they I said this before if the girls aren't real in that Jimin and J-Hope have had to decide to believe in a fake girl together. Oh yeah. If the girls aren't real, I'm not real. I still see it. Like, Jin is going through all these different versions, right, of how can you save mm-hmm. and keep everyone together. With Euphoria, it would seem that we've succeeded, that we've gotten everyone together. Yeah. yeah. And yet, 
again, at the end, no, there still needs to be a sacrifice. And this is just the part of the metaphysics of these film series that I just haven't been able to get behind. And this is why I reference Spring Day. And not that Spring Day necessarily needs to be a part of the historical and literal timeline of the story. Mm-hmm. This aspect that they take artistic inspiration from those from Omelis, that for these other people to be happy, one must make a sacrifice. That's why, again, I, I see in Euphoria, look, everyone's happy. We think we've made it. Actually, just kidding. Someone still has to make a sacrifice and there's still yeah. pain somewhere. I do kind of prescribe to the idea that maybe we are just seeing Jimin, like all the happy stuff might be just Jimin hoping that he's with them. But I also think so much of that focus is on Jungkook that that doesn't make sense. The song is sung by Jungkook. Most of the visuals are about Jungkook. Like, why is this Jimin's mind, you know? Yeah. But I can see that. I do think that there's a possibility that we are seeing Jimin by himself getting better by himself. That's the thing, too. That I said this in the last panel, that what we learned from this is that they need to support each other. And for so long, they have not been supporting each other, except for J-Hope and Jimin. But that didn't work. Jimin still is not doing well in that context. So maybe he had to be by himself in the hospital to heal mm. and he had to be left by J-Hope to, to, they were too close together. They needed to separate. And so maybe when they are running out of the hospital, it's when everybody went and got him, you know, it's a possibility that everybody went and got him to take him out of the hospital. And we are actually seeing a world in which they can finally be happy. They can finally enjoy each other. Or he is just seeing everything as a figment of his imagination. A figment of his imagination. Or it's a, a memory. Yeah, sure. You know, maybe it was before he went into the hospital. But there is a version of this where it's non-linear and we're seeing him get better being by himself. He leaves the hospital with everybody. They enjoy each other, spend time together, go back to the same place that they've been a bunch of times and they're all in white and happy, you know, and things are good. And Jin goes to the top instead of V. You know, there's a version of that. This timeline where Jimin is alone and this timeline Mm -hmm. where they're all together in euphoria could just be the same timeline but in different points in time yeah because if we're subscribing to this idea that jimin is actually alone then we have to accept that the events of euphoria with the members together is not real does that make sense yeah and it's like hard for me to accept that because then it's just like i'd have to go back and say okay well this isn't real this isn't real this isn't real and i don't think that there's anything in uh this whole series that's like a figment of someone's imagination yeah so i like the idea that like this just could be a juxtaposition of the past and the present Well, also because i think wings shorts are not figments of imagination but are internal and so those are very dark <laughs> yeah. worlds and this is a very bright world so yeah i like this idea if color is telling the story then this could all be real yeah yeah the wings teasers to me i also think they're internal but i I always saw them as being like thematic Mm -hmm. like they were just trying to communicate a theme and it was like big hit trying to find the balance of continuing the like plot points of the most beautiful moment in life i remember in um jungkook's teaser you have that audio of him getting like a car crash yeah so, you know, you have these allusions to the narrative, but then you also, of course, have the Demian stuff. You have the themes of Wings, the album, come through. So for me, it's like Big Hit trying to make it all work in seven different shorts. And then yeah. in Jin's teaser, we have like literal confirmation of plot yeah. points. Well, I think they're all calling out to each other, too. They're mm-hmm. all, they all see pieces of each other. So it's almost like I, I say this about the Korean version of Blood, Sweat, Tears, but this is, there is this connection between all of them coming through but they can't 
quite connect to each other. Yeah. There's like pieces of each other in each, you know, they see a burning piano. They they all see an apple. They all see yeah. this. But they have their own realities that they're absorbed by, which I hate to say it is part of adulthood is if we're talking about them growing up. Part of adulthood is being so seeped in your own internal struggles. A lot of times that's how you lose friends growing up is because yeah. you forget to pay attention to everybody else. And so they're all calling out for each other, but nobody's quite connecting. Mm. And then I wonder if this is what happens where, again, everybody connects. Other than Jimin being left alone in the hospital, we see everybody else going and supporting each other and helping themselves out of those bad places. Helping themselves out of the thing that could really mess up their life going forward, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And Mm -hmm. we don't necessarily know what any of it means, but I do think that that's a really good message of... And especially with what we're talking about, suicide rates and things like that, that we need somebody there for us. We can't do it by ourselves. You got to communicate. You got to talk about your feelings. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. All right. That being said, how do you think this video adds to the narrative already established? Where did it detract from your understanding of the story? I think we've already, you know, covered a lot of it, but we do get a lot of backstory. Like we learned that Jungkook saves Yoongi from the hotel room, Mm -hmm. which was cool for me because when I saw Yoongi setting the hotel room on fire and I need you, I just thought it was like music video flair. Like I thought it literally was just like fake drama. I thought I thought that wasn't real. But then seeing Jungkook pull him out, I was like, oh, cool. Like, this is something that actually happened. And the same thing with the end of the prologue, Taehyung jumping to Taehyung struggling underwater and run. Not that I didn't believe it, but I didn't want to just like automatically assume that it was like a direct reference to each other or like one thing followed the other. Mm -hmm. But with Euphoria, we get the sequence of events happening one after the other. So we can definitely say like, oh, that that imagery of Taehyung struggling underwater and run is from the prologue. So that was something that I was like, oh, cool. Like, we are getting some answers here. And I think that's what it mostly what it adds is that we're getting answers and For me, I could finally go like, oh, okay, I see now here in this other video where this thing happened. And it mostly added to that narrative of like, now I understand that there are pieces of this that can be in a different time period or mm. or maybe a different reality because Jin has went and set things back or yeah. fixed something or didn't fix something and mess it up further. Like, I can see pieces of that. I think the other thing is, though, is that it didn't detract from me, but the very end of the video really did leave me with this, like, oh, okay, we're what? done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're done. Like, until until the post credit scene, I was like, we're done. Everybody's mm-hmm. happy. Good. But the then end. I was like, there are literally three more pieces of, mu- of like, album coming out. They can't be done. I, I do like that they're all back together and they're, they're like, post-stress side, it seems like. It seems like they all came out on the other side of this. Mm-hmm. It almost seems like they're becoming self-aware of the world that they're in in some ways. Like, there's that part where they're all in the white. They're sitting, looking over, and they all look at the camera. Oh, yeah. Which I found really interesting. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Ooh, I just got goosebumps. Ooh. Yeah. They all, like, look directly at the camera. I was like, oh, maybe they're becoming self-aware and they're yeah. moving forward. But then... The post credit scene happened. I was like, "Oh, yeah, what? yeah." What is actually happening? So yeah. I think that I think that the only thing that detracted from my understanding of the story was the very end post credit scene of, "Oh no, there's a whole other element here that we're probably not seeing." So what is real? You know? Yeah. But yeah, him being able to time travel changes everything for where I thought this was going. So mm-hmm. I do think that that's at least a good helping. But now the end, I don't know. He's been rolling the dice several times, right? Trying to get it. Get yeah. the mm-hmm. best possible outcome. 
And and just to reiterate what I mentioned earlier, like I, I still see this as him thinking like, look, I've succeeded. I've gotten the best possible outcome. Mm-hmm. Look at how happy everyone mm-hmm. is together. Look at even the color yep. saturation in this take of Euphoria. It's different <laughs> than what we've yep. seen in the past. And yet it's all yeah. predicated on, well, again, actually it turns out that in this metaphysics that BTS presents, there still needs to be a trade-off. There still needs to be a sacrifice. And I, of course, could be wrong in that. You know, that maybe I'm completely off base, right? No, I agree. I had the idea that before Euphoria came out, in regards to Jin going back in time to fix things, no matter what he did, the same results right. would come yeah. about. Like, And I think with the post credit scene, it could be saying that like, oh, BTS are happy or, you know, euphoric for now, but Jungkook is still going to get hit by a car. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or that not, not literally, but problems are still going to arise and Jin time traveling hasn't done anything in reality. I completely agree with you, Natalie. The focus of the Euphoria video is front loaded mm-hmm. or really the entire video, right? Is front loaded on those happy mm-hmm. moments. Again, it's all about Euphoria. Yeah. And that's what I think what they're trying to tell us to take away from this, that even though there is going to be this inevitable trade-off in the end, even though you still inevitably have to work and go through this tragedy, you've got to enjoy those good moments, be them real mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, of course. Well, and I, I say this, two things. One, we know at the end that Jin is hiding something, yeah. you know? We know by what Jungkook said, Jin is hiding something. So maybe he doesn't get hit by the car, but maybe in him not getting hit by the car, something else has to happen. What did, what did you do? You know, what are you hiding? What did you do? Is something happening to you? Are you suffering? What is it? Yeah. The other thing is, is when we talk, I talked about earlier about the hat, I prescribe to the fact that no matter how many times you change events, you cannot change people. Mm -hmm. So you can't change the fact that J-Hope has, I think, Munchansen. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how you say that, that Jimin is suffering from very clear depression and has thoughts of suicide. Yeah. You know, that RM just seems completely apathetic to everything, that apparently Suga likes to set things on fire. Like, yeah, there are certain things. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> he's all there. And the thing is, they're all, all of them are always setting things on fire, but particularly he sets a whole room on fire. But, yeah. and, and you could see it, like, let's say the Love Yourself highlight reels, he doesn't set anything on fire, but he has that lighter in his hand. The lighter motif, yeah. Also, maybe he doesn't set anything on fire, but he sets his relationship on fire for Ooh, what we don't know. I like that. You cannot change who you are, even if you change events. Yeah. You are still going to be the same person and you are still probably going to make similar mistakes and some are going to have really intense, crazy consequences and some are going to be really subtle and manifest in horrible ways, and yeah. s- but very subtle ways. Mm-hmm. So I do wonder if that is going to come into play at some point is, okay, yeah, maybe Jin in his mind, he's won, he's done, but we know at the end he's not. Yep. There's something yeah. else. Because yep. we've seen this happen before. And it, for two and years it, we've been it, seeing it, it comes happen. down to your DNA <laughs> uh, that, like it's, hey, it's, it's who you are hey. like. <laughs> so the Love Yourself series is set to continue into 2018 it is an ongoing project as the artists are involving themselves how will the series change over this year well you know, I can't say how it's going to change, but I can say how I want it to change. Yeah. Thinking of what I'm expecting from the next videos to come out, I'm hoping that we get some of Jin's backstory soon. Because mm-hmm. for now, we kind of have him like as this separate character with no characteristics and no motivation aside from like wanting 
to save his friends. Like, we have no idea why he's doing this. We have no idea how he can do this. So it would be cool to kind of learn more about him as a character. Because even in the Love Yourself notes, there's only one that discusses his past. Mm -hmm. And the rest of Jin's entries are him discussing like his relationship with the members or his relationship with his friends. I would like to see more of that. And I also, I think, would like to see the other members interacting with this time travel business, like either discovering it or like being more and more aware of it, just to kind of, you know, move this plot along. We're getting a lot of information slowly, mm -hmm. but I feel like we're due again for like a big reveal. Like with yeah. the Love Yourself reel, we had that huge reveal of like, yes, this is time travel. Yes, this is all connected. And yes, I am in charge of it. Like I being Jin. So I yeah. feel like we're due for something more. Come, yeah. to come out soon. I agree with I want some background from Jin. Like I need yeah. to I think we're going to get it cuz the post credit what young why are, what, what are you hiding? It's yeah. like okay, so clearly we have to go back and see what he's been hiding from everybody. Yeah. Maybe it is just that he's, you know, changing time, but mm -hmm. I'm curious of if we I'm curious and would like to see what happens with him also because I just love seeing him all the time. <laughs> um preach. Yeah. And then I also would like to see why he's doing it for these people because we do not know why they're all friends. And I would of like course. to see that. Mm -hmm. um, I would, even if I see like baby little Korean boys running around in a video, I would love to see that. <laughs> um, and then I also think that there's going to be definitely more elements of what love yourself means or what loving yourself means. Mm. And I think because it's more of like what they're known for now, I think that we're just going to keep seeing more pieces of this. I don't think they're ever trying to answer the question, but just giving us more ideas. And then I'm going to also assume that we're going to see another hiccup into anything we expected to happen. Of so, course. yeah. And it, and it really goes back to that sense of like, you can change the events, but not the person. Mm. You can change, you know, and I think that no matter what, we're going to see something happen. Like this did not end with euphoria. This is an ending yeah. because new, I, we, we talked about Nirvana earlier. Euphoria is not Nirvana. Nirvana is a long, a longer term concept. You have to work towards Nirvana. Your euphoria is is a is a short moment in time. So my, my problem with this is just like we keep getting this story leaked out over the years from BTS, and my hope is that it would provide a very obvious sense of clarity in terms of like closing mm -hmm. out the holes and answering the questions and I mean as we discussed here there there are times where it seems like okay we very clearly answered what happened in the, in this previous scenario that we've seen in mm -hmm. previous videos but at the same time I don't think it's a resounding answer like that's definitely what happened and this is the end and, and this is you know the message that we should take from it mm -hmm. I feel like we're lacking focus and it's going in new directions and they're trying to elongate a story that should have ended maybe a video or two ago, if I'm being perfectly honest. Like, I, I feel like <laughs> this is going on too long and I need definitive closure. Mm. So I would like to, if they're going to keep doing these videos and storytelling and, and messages that we can take from these videos, I think it's time for us to end this chapter and just do a completely new one, a completely different theme, a completely different concept. Because right now, I'm just getting more and more lost. Mm. So, I, I shared um, similar frustrations when I was, like at one point, I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to figure this out right here, right now. And obviously I couldn't because the story is still being told. And I remember being frustrated and I was like, oh, like why, why should I even 
yeah. care. You know, I had that those thoughts of like, why should I be so invested in something that isn't like being told clearly? And I think that kind of came from like me not trusting Big Kit to continue the story. For, like pre-highlight reels, I really did think that that started and ended with the most beautiful moment in life. And like that the end of the Japanese Blood, Sweat and Tears music video was just like a, a callback for the sake of a callback. Like it uh-huh. wasn't anything. Yeah. So they didn't, they didn't really connect the Japanese one to uh, the most beautiful life. It was, it was connected yeah. to the other Wings stuff, but Wings was not connected to the most beautiful moment in life. Like, that was not kind of... It didn't seem like it was what I'm, until... What I'm talking about specifically is um, at, like, the very end of the Japanese Blood, Sweat, and Tears, where it's not even, like, connecting Blood, Sweat, and Tears. It's, like, that direct reference back to... Oh, most beautiful moment in life. up. I yeah, always yeah. forget that that... God. Mm-hmm. that like, like, they did it. They had the petals falling. They had the the bar chimes. They had... Yeah. They made it very clear that this was not related, and this was we're back in the most beautiful moment in life. And when I saw that, I was like, ooh, word, like, it really is forever, cool. But then, you know, nothing came of it. And then we get love yourself, and we realize that there is a grander story here. Then that's when I got more interested in theory, and that's when I got re-interested, like, re- I guess engaged with the story, because I was like, oh, it's not done. Like, Big K are committing to this, and they're continuing this narrative, even if it's gonna take a whole other, like, rest of this year, you know, or however long, I'm not sure if they plan on ending in 2018, but I, I felt the same yeah. way, Peter, and I, I still sometimes am like, oh, let's go, yeah. you know, like, let's 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 figure out what's going on here, but I also kind of like... It's a saga. Yeah, and that, that, that they are committing to this with, like, no real need to, like, no one's telling yeah. them to, and, like, I, I don't think ARMY would suddenly riot against Big Hit if they decided to stop telling the story, you know what I mean? Mm. It's, like, all of their doing yeah. to tell the, it. I mean, the question is, do you think that they, and I, I really asked this for you, Peter, do you think that they are doing this in, do you think that they did I Need You, and they're like, ah, oh, let's do some other stuff, you know, or or even The Most Beautiful Life, no. and then they were like, oh, let's connect this all later, or do you think that this has been a long-term plan. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's the latter. That, like, they, they did yeah. set out to create this ongoing saga, but I, I just feel like it's gone on a little too long, to be honest. Mm. I, I, I think, yeah, everything that they've done here has been deliberate, but it just feels like, okay, we've got a hit show now. Now we need to stretch out the, the plot <laughs> a little longer. Yeah, I see that. I mean, this is also part of me being, like, that kid, like, in high school English, asking the teacher, like, yeah. why do we have to have symbolism? Like, why can't we just have him, like, just say, <laughs> it means this? Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of at that yeah. stage with this right now. And don't get me wrong, guys. Like, the yeah. big pivoting moment for me as, like, BTS Army was watching Spring Day and then going into all that, like, detailed analysis and understanding, like, oh, this is part of mm-hmm. a, an ongoing story, and I'm joining in on this chapter of that story and I'm excited to go along for this ride Um, so Mm -hmm. like I that's what got me here right that's what bought me into this fandom but um, Mm -hmm. maybe I just for me it just feels like I'm getting overwhelmed at this point oh yeah. yeah at some point this needs to be a movie and we need to know beginning middle and end and I I like that (laughs) everything is open I am not a person who normally likes that I am like Peter I want the damn answer i want to know what's happening but i think that this is forcing me to really sit outside myself and be like i guess i don't know like i guess that this there isn't an answer here 
There is, but we just don't know it yeah. yet. And I, I agree. I think what brought me back in was the highlight reel because I just think of that when I was like, I don't know. Everybody's on drugs now. What the hell is happening? Like, why is this set in like 1920s England? Why is this set? like, I don't know. Like, there's like, their Baroque style was like very confusing for me. But then, you know, the highlight reel brought me back in because I was like, specifically yeah. finding out that Jen is a time traveler because I love science fiction. And also because I was like, Oh, this is all connected. This isn't just pieces that you're just trying to throw at me here and there to see if I could figure out there's literally, we don't know anything because we don't know the chronological order of any of this. So it did at least open it back up for me, but I agree. I, Peter, my, my tendency is definitely to go and be like, just tell me and let me be done. Oh, for sure. Start something new. For sure. We're, we're among, BTS Army here, right? I mean, we're, we're, we're speaking to the crier. Looking more, again, from the lens of the mainstream appeal. Does this film storytelling continue to work in increasing the band's broader appeal? Or is this something strictly for the fans? I'm going to go ahead and say it's not going to be a broader appeal. That's my take. Like, it's interesting what you just, like, what anybody has to say here. But, like, I cannot see newer non-K-pop fans getting this involved in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to their concert last year in Newark. There's a lot of army in this country and a oh, lot of yeah. them flew in from all over the country. Some of them saw both shows. If we're saying in numbers, let's say if they got a hundred more fans, obviously it's like a hundred thousand more fans, but let's say they got a hundred, <laughs> let's look at it. Like if they got a hundred more fans after billboard win or the AMA performance, they got a hundred more fans in 2017. I would say maybe 20 to 30% of them are going to get this involved. Okay. And then the other 80, 80, 70 to 80% are probably going to just be in it for the music. And that's fine. DNA, I don't think is connected at all to this storytelling. Mic drop is not connected at all. And I honestly, I go, I go with it. I believe big hit when they say this has nothing to do with the music releases later this year. Yeah. Yeah. So we might still get this as army because they love us and they want to keep us involved. But Mm -hmm. I don't think that this is going to make a difference for specifically American audiences who get really bored. And, (laughs) and, you know, they're going to be all in for the music they're gonna be all in for those performances they're not going to follow this yeah well i think i i agree with you in the sense that like i don't think someone's gonna be like who's bts and then watch a theory (laughs) video and be like oh my god i have to stand like i have to get on this but i do think it's still like a really good way for like a new fan who's kind of going down that rabbit hole to get hooked you know Mm -hmm. to be like oh i know the members now I see the similarities between this and this and this. What's this about? And then mm-hmm. finding it out on their own. And then, yeah, they're army for life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if we're thinking more, like, strategy, it's a good way for Big Hit to get people to stay yeah. their fan. Pragmatically, yeah. yeah. But I agree that, like, I doubt people are going to... That's not what's going to draw people yeah. in. In the last episode, we talked about, well, what do you... When you introduce your non-K-pop friends to BTS, what do you share? I don't mm. share I Need You. I don't share Blood, Sweat, Tears. I share dope i share fire i share save me those are not connected at all in story they're bangers yeah you know what i mean like that's my intro i i would do mic drop now you know those are really good introductions for most people but i I agree like there are people that are going to go down this wormhole i think part of it is an age thing like when i was 13 i had time to do this and now i'm (laughs) 
still doing it. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm also an outlier, you know, like not everybody is going to do this. This is no, like not something you do in your 20s and 30s. Literally, like I was working towards getting my degree when I first got into BTS. So I literally did not have the time. I was like, theory smearing, I don't care. Like I'm gonna listen to run, but I'm not going to care about anything else. Yeah. But you know, now it's post college. And I'm like, well, you know, I got the time. Let me yeah, now let I'm, me dive in. What, el- what else am I doing? Just <laughs> screw that. I'll look at BTS videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, pragmatically speaking, this is there for the super fans and it's there to solidify yeah. and strengthen yeah. that relationship with the super fans. And the older fans too, yeah. since this has been, you know, right. ongoing. Yeah. Right. And for those who mm-hmm. require or appreciate those finer details, it's there for them to, to strengthen that relationship. And that's certainly what it did for me. Okay. So wrapping it up, can this prepare us for uh, the 2018 BTS releases? <laughs> Nah. No. Well, no. I, I I say like no because like you're, we're never ready for what Big Kid's gonna drop. But you know, I will say that like Euphoria coming out and the Love Yourself highlight reels coming out, I like learned to trust Big Hit a bit more. Yeah. And like kind of realize that like they are not gonna like for lack of a better phrase, leave me high and dry. You know what I yeah. mean? They're not gonna like introduce all of this stuff and never see it through. So I think it's like. We're, we can be prepared in the sense that, like, we can, like, trust that we're being respected as fans yeah. and taken care of and, like, can, like, know that BTS will be putting out, like, exceptional content in the future, yeah. you know? Well, and I think, one, we are going to know that the boys aren't going to sleep this year, period. Like, they're not <laughs> yeah. going to sleep. It's going to be a really interesting year for them yeah. for so many reasons, but they're probably not going to sleep because they are putting out content constantly and yeah. they do it for us and it's awesome, but, like... I hope they get a little bit just because they're going to be traveling a lot too. We're going to see a mm-hmm. lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that one of the things, only things I can guarantee is that we're going to get solos from some of the vocalists. I think yeah, Jimin did sure. serendipity. I don't know if Euphoria is going to be it. I think that maybe we're going to get a V or Jin solo for the next mm. album, or it could be Jungkook, but a different song or the same song. We don't know. Yeah. But I do think, I do think that that's a theme. Like each soloist, we, I think Wings started that off by giving everybody their own songs. The rappers get to have their own albums. So why not at least give each boy their own song? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I definitely agree with um, the rest of vocal line getting their own solo. I mean, Jimin, Jimin's solo serendipity was the first intro to an album where a member from Vocal Line did it and yeah. not like a rapper. Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely agree that like it's safe to assume that that's what we're going to get. I don't think yeah. it's going to be Euphoria either. I think Big Hit confirmed that, that yeah, like Euphoria will not be not relate to Wonder. But then it's in the title. So I don't know. Like the Euphoria video, it says you mm. love yourself theme. So it's like, what? Well, I saw people say like people like refute that because for comeback specific songs, they will title it comeback trailer. Yeah, true. So we yeah, have I never to get thought that. that this was the comeback, but then I wondered like, will we just not get a video for Euphoria, but will it be on the album? Like oh, we'll see. But yeah, I do think that they like they have to all get their own song. And I think it's one because it's what BTS does, but also just like mm-hmm. It goes with, it kind of goes with the story. And I think probably the last, even if this is heading into 2019, it'll probably be Jen last because he has been the protagonist. Yeah. Um, but again, not always do they connect the videos with the records. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So no, we have no idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wrapping up this episode of the K-pop cast, Natalie, thank you so much for your time and joining us and to dive deep into BTS as always. Of course. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Listen to K-pop podcasts, the companion piece to your K-pop journey as you dive into BTS and other artists as well. But signing off, I'd love to know. Tell us where our listeners can find you online and also your answer to the question. If you were a time traveler, which BTS era would you travel to? Ooh, okay. So our universal handle is at Bangtang Podcast. That's our Twitter handle. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud and on iTunes with that. And I would travel back to the prologue mm-hmm. just because it's like the happiest one out of this entire mm-hmm. saga. Like the, there's less drama and it's not as messy as everything else. <laughs> so I'd stick to that world. And you can reach me at Ariana underscore Y underscore Con. I have to say, I want to go back to Blood, Sweat, Tears Korean version because it is sexy as hell. And I really like me some like romance style Baroque setting. So I would definitely go back there. (laughs) I can see that too. Yeah. You can find me at DJ Peter Lowe on Twitter. And my favorite BTS era has to be Wings because man, it hurts so good across all of those different stories and pieces. So... Thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you all again for our next episode next week. Bye.